Hello, and welcome back to See the Sunrise. This is episode six. And this week, in my devotions, which you can find on my webpage and on Facebook, I've been writing about mental health and specifically how it affects us and how the body of Christ can be influential in helping others get through it. I shared with you briefly some of the things I struggled with specific to anxiety and depression. These are trying times. It's difficult at best to get through one day. You know, I, I started reflecting back in, uh, in the, at the end of 2019. <clears throat> People were really excited because they were getting a, to start all over again. I heard the phrases like, oh, it's 2020. You know how we go to the eye doctor and they tell us we have 2020 vision. That means we have perfect sight. But in this year of 2020, we have anything but perfect sight. Um, there are new opportunities we were looking forward to, closing one chapter and entering a new one with filled with hope and happiness. Well, somehow that just didn't seem to happen this year. We're already over eight months in and who would have said or who could have known that the world would somehow turn upside down? Who would have thought that we would be experiencing what we're experiencing today? So we've got what? A global pandemic, insurmountable deaths in the United States, almost 200,000. We've got earthquakes, hurricanes, civil unrest. We've got protests, quarantines, economic crisis, closed businesses, closed schools, people out of work, unemployment about to go away. And it makes you want to say, can we kind of go back to 2019? No, no matter how bad it was back then, I'm sure it wasn't near as bad as what we're experiencing today. We probably didn't know how good we had it. So I, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to hit the reset button. So much is uncertain and it makes us want to wish for a different day or a different year. And, you know, when you could go out to eat with your friends or give someone a warm embrace or a hug or comfort those who are in distress. Instead, you know, we have to go out wearing protective gear. I feel like I'm wearing a hazmat suit sometimes or we have to do this excessive hand washing. Although we were doing it, we may have to do it even more. You know, who would have known that MC Hammer was ahead of his time when he said, you can't touch this. Every time you go somewhere, you're careful about what you touch. We're longing for days where we could travel and enjoy our loved ones or, you know, just simpler things instead of fighting over toilet tissue, bleach wipes and hand sanitizers. You know, you think that when you're living in a free world, these aren't things that we gave much thought to. But today it really raises an awareness of how much we took for granted. But God tells us to hang in there in his word. And that's what this whole um, idea this week of mental health and taking care of ourselves. You know, I hear so many people talking about their experience, experiencing anxiety or depression. And uh, recently, in fact, as of yesterday, I think I read an article where uh, former First Lady Michelle Obama indicated that she suffered with um, light depression and so you can see that um, depression doesn't st distinguish between those who are um, prolific or those who are well-known or those who have nothing. It, it happens to many people. And unfortunately, we've had too many people uh, suffer in silence. So these trying times 
don't have to be end times. And it's important to talk about mental health as much as a lot of us might be, or a lot of people, I've become very comfortable talking about it, but a lot of people are very uncomfortable talking about it because they think that people might think that they're unstable or crazy. And it's not that. It's just like our physical health. Um, We have to take care of our minds. And if we don't take care of our minds, then we aren't able to really fully function as we should and as and in the way that God intended us to function. So it is important to talk about, but it's important to talk about it in a safe place, a safe place. when, When I say a safe place, I mean with people who understand how difficult a subject it is, because if you haven't gone through it, you really don't understand the impact it can have on your life. It is literally debilitating. It can send you from being a vibrant, upfront, talkative, um, engaging individual to a sullen, quiet, bedridden person who just can't seem to find their footing. So we want safe places to talk about it. Um, some churches have support groups with different particular topics related to these types of things. And, you know, that's where you want to talk about it. I've just completed a book uh, recently dealing specifically with this subject. And one of the things I point out in the book is that the church could play a significant role in individuals getting help with regards to mental health. Uh, We need to talk about it more. Our pastors, our leaders have great opportunity because they have a great audience where people are coming to hear what God says about it. And so we need to remove the stigma of people suffering with mental health issues. And, you know, it could be as simple as, not simple maybe, but it could be um, a, a disaster situation where someone was in a traffic accident and they and they didn't live. And that can send one into an anxiety attack or depression. Um, or it could be something where someone has had a prolonged illness and they're tired and they're just tired of suffering or Today, people suffering with COVID because of the unknown, it causes anxiety. You don't know where you can go that's safe and you don't know what you should or shouldn't be doing, even though we have leaders that are supposed to be telling us, you know, the things that are um, based on their learning and their knowledge. But we have confusing um, information there as well. And it is important that we talk about what's going on and we need that safe place. And I just really believe The church is a great place to begin some of those discussions. Now, while I've said that, I also believe that sometimes we need help from medical care professionals. And we often uh, debunk the idea that Christians should go to psychologists or uh, psychiatrists. And I'll never forget uh, my pastor, one one of my mentors, he often would say, he said, I believe in God and I believe in penicillin and I'm going to take both. If you find that, you know, sometimes your thoughts are irrational or you feel like you need more help or maybe you feel like you need medication or whatever, get the help you need. It doesn't have to be permanent. It could be a temporary situation just to get you to a place where you can just level out. When I was suffering um, from depression and anxiety, I remember going to a psychologist and basically all she did was just listen to me. I can't really tell you she did anything else. There was no need for medication, but there was need for dialogue. And so she gave me that opportunity to have that dialogue with her. And it was a safe place. And it was a place where I knew I would be understood and not judged on maybe not having... um, levels of understanding and different things in life. 
And they can kind of reshape your thinking and help you with that as you allow God to work in you as well. So that's why you need a safe place. And when do you need to do this? Whenever you see yourself not experiencing joy, if if you find that the things that used to make you happy or the things that you looked forward to, you're no longer looking forward to those things, that might be a sign that you're entering into that dark place. I, I call it the dismal place where there's no light so you can't see your way out of it. And sometimes you find yourself there as I did and didn't realize I was there. But God has helped me through that. He has shown me where it came from, how it started. But he also showed me how to trust him to get myself out of that situation. Because sometimes you just simply feel handcuffed. And um, as far as how you know you get through these, these tough times, I use prayer. Um, there's nothing like being able to be quiet before God. To really talk to him about what's going on in your life, uh, to be able to tell him of the struggles that you have, to know that he's listening to you and that he won't share your deepest, darkest concerns or secrets, to know that he won't judge you because he understands what you're going through and he knows you. Um, And so we need to do those things that help us get to that place of healing. Um, You know, what do we need to know about? mental illness. We need to know that many, many people suffer from it. In my research, I found that in America alone, over 40 million people, listen to that staggering number, over 40 million people in the United States over the age of 18 suffer from some form of mental illness. It can be anxiety. It can be depression. It can be panic. It could be psychosis. It could be manic behavior. It could be bipolarity. But some form, um, some might think that anxiety and depression are not as bad as others, um, but they're all bad if they s- prevent you from functioning in the way that you have become accustomed or the way that God wants you to. Remember, God wants you whole and healthy and wanting for nothing. You know, and also one of the things I pointed out this week, I said, rid yourself of shame. I felt so much embarrassment uh, young when I was younger, when I didn't understand this whole idea of mental health. And so I wouldn't talk about it. And those were the times I would hide myself away because I just didn't want anyone to think that I had lost it or I was crazy. And, you know, those words are hurtful words. So we have to be careful when we're talking to people, especially about things concerning our mental health and recognize that God understands what you're going through. He really does. And that is really, in the end, it was really what delivered me and saved me. But I had to take those steps to get there. I had to seek his guidance. And that guidance I found from his word. I had to read his word daily, even when I didn't understand it, even when it didn't make sense. I asked God to help me understand it. There's something about deliberate pursuit where God can really bring about the understanding and translate for us what's going on and how to move through it when we're going through that difficult time. And we shouldn't be reluctant to get help. God helps us. He does. Sometimes you need flesh with on on those bones. You need someone, <clears throat> excuse me, with flesh on them so that they can help and hold and support. And right now while we can't hold, we can still listen. Sometimes it's just a listening ear without judgment, without any resolution or any solution for that matter, uh, to help someone move through what they're going through. 
And then, as I said earlier, it's really important to find those people who will support you in what you're going through. There are people that are uncomfortable talking with people when there are issues of the mind. But there are those people out there that who will listen to you. Um, Pastors sometimes are good uh, support. Also, parents can be good supports, maybe a good friend. Um, that that's that's God in the flesh. That person that you know has that um, love for you and love for God, and they tend they I found them to be very very good supports. Never ever feel like you're alone. There are many people out there, as I said earlier. Uh, Michelle Obama has mentioned it, but we have lots of uh, prolific people like the Britney Spears and others who have gone through um, mental distress. Demi Lovato. Um, you know, it's, it would be so you'd be surprised how many people have um, experienced such um, dis disease is what I'll call it. And our minds are, are really uh, they really, really need to be uh, taken care of. It's really important for us to do that. And then encourage others with open dialogue. Those that are going through. Don't say, well, you know, you should do this or you should do that. Just be encouraging and say, I understand. While I may not have gone through what you're going through, I do hear you and I'm here for you. And you don't have to hide if you're having problems. I hid for years. I wish I knew yesteryear what I know today. And so what I know today, I'm allowing myself to be open, to be vulnerable, to lower the walls. Why? To help someone else, because that's what God calls us to do. When we, when he delivers us, we need to be the hands and feet of God that go about willing to deliver others as well. God's word can reshape your thinking. Uh, Romans 12, 1 and 2, he tells us um, to um, seek, he tells us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And when our minds are renewed, then we are able to accomplish what God wants us to do. And as I stammered over to Romans 12, 1 and 2, and it's embedded in my spirit. So why I stammered, I don't know, but that that is the real me here. But uh, it tells us, I beseech ye therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And he goes on to tell us, be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I'll stop on that part because what I'm saying is this. God can change the way you think. God can make you over again. God can reframe all of your thoughts and help you to see yourself as he sees you. He can heal you of any any disease, mental, physical, or spiritual. And just like you eat three meals a day and exercise to maintain physical health, schedule time with God to support your spiritual health as well. Because just like you exercise those parts of who you are, you need to take care of your mind just as significantly. So I've only given you a brief bit of what I've been thinking about this week and what God has been revealing to me. And I am so thankful that he allows me this platform to share that with you. I hope something that you've heard today will help you as we continue through this 2020 year and understand how um, difficult things are and things may even get worse, but we will get through it. If we trust in God, if we stand on his word, if we will not waver, and if we will seek him with our whole heart, these times are trying. But talk about your concerns. Talk about your unrest. Find that safe place. And when you see yourself not experiencing joy, cry out to God and he will hear you 
and he will answer your prayers. God bless you.